Welcome back to JR Afternoon. I'm Kelly Cobb filling in for Chris Renwick today. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, when I, It's hard to think about the roads in Michigan. I'm not going to lie. When I think about the roads in Michigan, I think that they're always falling apart. And despite all the promises over the years, we, we don't see improvements. We had the first paved road in the world on Woodward Avenue. And now we're getting the most sophisticated road in the world. So says Michelle Mueller. She's the senior project manager for connected and automated vehicles at the Michigan Department of Transportation. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. It's nice to be here. So, Michelle, when I think sophisticated, I think that here in Michigan, where we have these extreme winters, maybe the road's going to last three to four years. What does sophisticated road mean uh, for MDOT? What are you guys working on? So what we're working on is um, we're working to implement a uh, connected and automated vehicle deployment here on I-94 between Belleville and Rossonville roads um, will be the first section. And that will provide technology to improve safety and operations um, within that corridor. And looking at the opportunity to take this pilot and allow us to document lessons learned, benefits, evaluate potential business models for uh, future deployments as we look to improve our, our safety and mobility of our infrastructure. So what does that mean? I mean, what, what actually gets built into the road? Are you looking at um, features for autonomous vehicles? I mean, this is eventually going to run from Detroit to Ann Arbor, correct, on I-94? So what sort of components get put into a road to make it um, so technologically advanced? Yeah, so really what it is, it's systems, um, different smart type systems, technologies of different uh, cameras and things that look at, um, we're looking at safety. So we're looking at where vehicles are located, the impact um, in proximity to each other to avoid collisions. Um, in some cases, not necessarily on the freeway, but in other cases, the technology can assist with um, pedestrian movement um, at intersections to allow for safe, safer movement of pedestrians. So there's nothing built into the road, right? We're not putting in like uh, electric vehicle charging, uh, you know, magnets into the road or or specific sensors necessarily. It's it's mostly uh, it sounds like an experiment to help improve automated driving and improve, uh, 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 I guess, the future of autonomous driving. Yeah, so it'll uh, apply for connected um, infrastructure as well as infrastructure for automated vehicles. Um, this segment of roadway does not have uh, electrification within it. We have another project actually um, that I'm managing that's uh, doing that as well as a, a different technology um, here in Michigan that's uh, being implemented. In regards to this, you know, really uh, what you're going to see that construction that started out there already, um, people going by have seen some work happening in our median area, which is, um, you know, that grassy area in between the two directions of traffic. They're going to install, uh, eventually start installing um, some conduit, cabling, um, you'll see some poles filling up, they'll be doing some shoulder widening. And then what we'll progress into towards winter, early spring is we'll be starting to install some equipment out there. Um, you'll see some delineators that will be going up uh, on the towards the end, the inside lane that will allow the ability for all users can use the lanes. The delineators won't keep anybody um, you know, from using that lane. But what it will allow is when we're doing testing with the connected and automated vehicle systems and the technology is that the delineators allow us an, an easy closure of that lane 
um, put some barrels in at the beginning to close it off, allow the testing in non-peak times um, that they can do that testing. And then during the day in high peak traffic volumes, all the lanes will be accessible for all users. So are you adding a lane there if you're working into the median? We are not. No, okay, we're just okay. adding, uh, we're just widening the shoulder out a little bit to give a little bit more um, width for that lane to allow for the delineators to be replaced. But we are not adding a lane. So this is a $10 million project. This is for three miles a stretch. That, that's a lot. But uh, from what I'm seeing here, you're, you're not charging taxpayers anything for this. This is sort of privately funded? It is, yeah. So we have a, a partnership with an entity called CAVNU. Um, that is uh, funding for the build. So the taxpayers are not paying for it. And then it becomes sort of a public resource. Is that fair to say for, say, one of the big three or any other automated car companies to use and use the tools of? Is that right? So the lane will be able to be used um, and tested by all of our industry um, here in Michigan that have and are developing technology and that have technology um, on the vehicles, whether it's auto manufacturers, suppliers, um, those types types of partnerships, and then as we transition into uh, the implementation on vehicles, so some of the some vehicles you buy today that are coming off the assembly line have some of these safety systems, right? People are driving those today, um, and then as we continue to improve that, and more of those systems um, get implemented, and the technology on the vehicles to um, interact with the infrastructure elements as you will start to see that transition where more vehicles, um, vehicles driven by you and I, you know, our, our normal vehicles we purchase, will be able to use these types of lanes in the future. I see. So anything from like the lane assist cameras or steering, you know, kind of my car sometimes will vibrate at me and tell me I'm too close to <laughs> the edge. The, the, the technology that you're using will actually help with that. It will. So it'll build on that, right? So we've seen those systems. If you think back, you know, many years ago, um, we talked about those systems, right? Mm -hmm. And then you started seeing where those transitioned onto the vehicle or coming off the assembly line. And now we're benefiting as users and purchasers of those vehicles. We're benefiting from those safety systems. Um, now what we're saying is we're building on those and we're going to um, allow the implementation of interaction with these smart systems and look at how do you you know use the systems and the technology to avoid crashes right we'd all like to avoid crashes we've all been stuck you know in traffic because of an incident that's happened yes and now we can look at these types of technologies to help us to avoid those from happening in the first place and um, also systems where we can move traffic traffic we want people to be home with their families we don't we don't want them sitting in traffic right we want them to be home we want them to get to activities functions whether family or work um, and we want to do that the most efficient way possible. So these are different technologies um, that can be implemented, as I said, to really focus on safety and mobility, which is our core goal at MBAC. Fascinating. We got to leave it there, Michelle. Uh, we got to have you on again to talk about how a road can charge a car and what you're doing there. That that just is I would baffling love to, to me. A, <laughs> another great project that uh, the Michigan Department of Transportation um, that Governor Whitmer announced a, a, a little bit ago. All right. Well, I'll scratch my head in the meantime. But Michelle Mueller <laughs> with the with MDOT. Uh, good luck building the world's most sophisticated roadway here in Wayne County. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. And uh, we're going to go back to uh, our original conversation really quick. We've got a caller. I was talking about the Russian plane incident uh, at the Willow Run Airport. John from Troy wants to weigh in. John, we got about a minute here. What are your thoughts? Oh, 
the point is that there is a well-known person from the Detroit area, known to almost everyone, who bought a Russian trainer MiG and landed it on an airport with the wheels up. Big embarrassment. Who? Wait, who's that? That that's a news story. I'm not that's gonna, I won't. I, at the risk at the risk of embarrassing him, I won't tell you who it is. But there's an awful <laughs> lot of people in the area who know who it was. I'm gonna it's go a name ahead. that would be instantly a name that would be instantly recognizable. <laughs> and and I'm assuming he landed with the wheels up because the wheels didn't go down. No, because he forgot to put them down. Oh well, that's that's user error then. I was going to say it's because it's a Russian-made MiG, and why would the wheels go down? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, lo- don't believe that's the case. Well, uh, I, <laughs> anyone who forgets that level, I guess, should probably not have um, a MiG in their possession if they can't remember to put uh, the there, wheels down on that. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, John. Appreciate it. We'll be back after a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mary Margaret Patterson, who's running for Oakland County Executive here on JR Afternoon.